Hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight and joining me this week is... Hello, hello, hello. I'm all... Alex? Yes, I was going to say I'm all alone and I was just going to continue on. I thought you were pointing to Tiffany first. Yeah, and... Tiffany! Tiffany is not here this week, unfortunately. Um, Her sister is getting married literally tomorrow and she is out doing wedding stuff with her. So we are giving her a break. So if you don't, (laughs) if you're here for Tiffany, which I know 80% of you are, you can just shut this episode off now. I'm sorry. Um, Might as well go home. Just put that in the description. Just like no Tiffany. No Tiffany. Don't even listen. Too long. Didn't read. (laughs) Tiffany's gone. Um, So regardless, though, um, we wish uh, her sister Taylor uh, a happy marriage and good luck. And uh, we wish you the best. And uh, I'm excited for your wedding tomorrow. Alex, are you excited for the wedding tomorrow? Um, I wasn't invited. You aren't. um, But I was thinking about crashing it because I know where the wedding is you should so. be my plus one because <gasps> tiffany's in the wedding party so, so you, i'm going to be sitting there do you get a plus unquote, one si- sitting there by myself i don't know did I might... you respond to the rsvp with plus one i think we jokingly did mm. so maybe i hope there's an empty seat next to you because i'm gonna be there nice i look forward to it because <laughs> okay i mean i like tiffany's family quite a bit but it, it's no you yeah i obviously you're my brother yes we're two brothers we're two brothers we got mistaken for brothers today yes it was pretty funny <laughs> It was hilarious. Yes. Because the girl was like... She was really excited. Weirdly excited. Shockingly excited. Because like we went to go get dinner and I paid for it because I'm the man in the relationship. Yes. Um, And the girl behind the counter was like, I went to go pay for it. And you were like, oh, thank you very much. You know, the polite thing to do when somebody pays for you. And she was like, oh, are you guys brothers? Like, (laughs) for some reason, that was the connection to us being brothers. And then she got... So happy and excited that there was two brothers in front of her. So happy. Like she was like, Oh my god, you guys are brothers. And then when we said we weren't brothers, she was like shocked. And she like didn't believe us. No. She was like, No, no, no you like, guys no, are brothers. No, no. You guys you guys must get this all the time. And we were like, We've literally never heard that. It was before. the first time. So uh <laughs> no refunds lore. Yeah. Alex and I are brothers. Yes. Two brothers. Two brothers. In a van. Uh, walking. Oh, walking down the street. And then a meteor hits. With pizza. <laughs> And Stephen King. A pizza pie. <laughs> and Joe Hill. So anyways, um, <laughs> we do have an email, but I'm not going to read it because it's specifically pertaining to Tiffany. Is it from Peter? No, it's not. It's from Judd. Oh. Peter said he was going to write an email. Oh, cool. He hasn't written one yet. So well, I look. he's maybe, a monster. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Billy sent us an email as well. Billy. That's what it was. Somebody at my party said, I sent an email to the podcast. I thought it was Peter. It was Billy. It was Billy. That's what it was. Yep. But we'll read those next week when it's the two of us or the three of us together. Next week. I don't know when the next just three of us is going to be because we have like a bunch of guests lined up. It's not going to be next week. It's not going to be next week. It's not going to be. We have a lot of guests lined up. I like that you say next week like we do this on a weekly basis. Next episode. (laughs) Yes. Well, on the next we, episode of, we did it for like four weeks in a row well three weeks in a row and we but we released four episodes in a row yes yes okay that's what i meant like yeah. four episodes came out for in, the month in, of, of july yes i think yeah but july like, slash august we release episodes about as about <laughs> on a consistent schedule like venture brothers which releases <laughs> a season every like two or three years we're really good during the summer we were really good last summer as we well. were the real question is, will we be good during the Christmas season this year? That was our goal, <laughs> if I remember was, correctly, like is to like stick with it. When like, we started season three, that we said that we were going to do that. We're not going to get like seasonally depressed this year. Like my grandmothers aren't going to die. I, I never and, get seasonal depression. I just have always depression. Oh, that's fair. Um, Tiffany gets seasonal depression, like when there's no sunlight. Like yeah. it's because she she has to take like vitamin D stuff. It's yeah. not really like that bad, but she gets like 
really she hates the winter for that I, type of stuff. I have drugs to deal with my always depression though, so that's, that's fair. I'm good. The other day we were talking about No Man's Sky. Segway. Um, and I felt myself like starting to slip into like that shitty mood that I was in around Destiny. Yep. And I was like, no, I shouldn't do this. Mm. And I like course corrected myself. You, you got really upset. So we're going to talk about No Man's Sky. You yes. got really upset when I told you about, about the, the te- slots. technology slots and the cargo slots in your suit. Yep. And you were like, well, I guess I can never play this game again. Spoiler alert. I continue to play the game. <laughs> so our plan for today is Alex and I are going to talk about video games quite a bit. Today yes. is going to be a video game centric cast. So get ready for that. We're yeah. going to start off with No Man's Sky. Because so, we can talk about video games because that's when Tiffany's eyes usually just glaze over. That's usually when she leaves the room. Yeah. She just gets up and just starts playing with the cat or like doing dishes. She hates us. She does. She doesn't like us and that's why she's quit the podcast. That's what this really is about. Yeah. It's an intervention for us. We are really off the rails today. So we're going to talk about No Man's Sky. Yes. Which, um, if you remember correctly, we talked about on a previous episode. Oh, man. How long ago? What episode was that? Um, it was the episode where we talked about The Cursed Child. Same episode. Yes. That was like one of the first episodes after we moved into here. Yeah. It was like the we, first. We recorded ep- in the kitchen. We recorded in the kitchen. It was, we talked about California. Yes. We talked about California. That must have been episode like seven or eight. Yeah. So if you go back and we, if we were good at this uh, pad, podcast and stuff, yep. we would um we would have looked this up we before. We would have had this research for and you. We would, have, we would be telling you, we're still not looking it up. Guys. No, why would I? No, we're not going to. Spoiler alert. Um, so on we a also episode, had talked about it on our E3 episode. We did. That, that still never, hasn't aired. That never, the lost episode as our, as our Google Drive calls it. Is it like, we know exactly where it is. Yep. It just hasn't been released. We should really call it the unreleased episode. Um, so we talked about it when it got released. Both of us were pretty positive on it, but we felt like it was an incomplete game. Yes. But it was a fun incomplete game. Yep. Like we felt like the mechanics were there it just wasn't fully fleshed out exactly so a lot of a lot of people were a little harsher on the game a little (laughs) that game was raked over the coals people people were so excited for it us included and when it came out i remember like the i don't know if we talked about this on the last uh, the last episode (laughs) like in like the month before it people started getting like really pissy and defensive about the game um Jason Schreier from Kotaku like had leaked a thing where he had heard rumors that the game was going to be delayed and he received like death threats and people were like spamming his Twitter being like, you're a garbage human being. This game's not being delayed. Hello games is going to deliver the best game of all time, blah, 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 blah. And like the game was delayed. And then when the game came out, all those people who were so like rabidly defending it turned on a yep. dime oh, and yeah. we're like this is the worst game of all time we were lied to i think it's like one of this is hyperbole but it, it's one of like the most returned games of all time yeah i remember like seeing like pictures on reddit of gamestop shelves with just like whole rows of just returned no man's guys yeah people the backlash was huge yep. everyone was like we've been lied to this isn't the game we were promised blah 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 people like and while they were true Kind of. Kind of. Well, certain things were straight up lies, yep. like certain, the multiplayer stuff yep. and things like that were Certain things flat were, were straight up lies. Like when they said you can run into other people in, uh, you know, the same universe. No, that's not true. You couldn't. I, I think they were banking on the fact that the game is so big and they weren't expecting the level of like 
rabid fandom yep. that there was because people like within like 48 hours people had discovered all this stuff like two people found the same planet and were yep. standing next to each other they were like watching a stream of each other and they just couldn't see each other right so um hello games has been working vigilantly for the last what two years it's been two years right yeah it came out just as we moved into the house so 2016 it's 2016 so for they've been working pretty vigilantly for two years they released one update called pathfinder last yep. fall they've released I, I think this is the third or fourth update because there was pathfinder atlas yep and now it's next right and i think there was another one in there I, sentinel no i only remember pathfinder and atlas but you could be right um i remember dipping in after pathfinder came out because that was when they added base stuff and i played around with that and i was like oh this is cool maybe i'll get back into it and then i never did um and i didn't even touch it when atlas came out if there was another update I don't remember what it was called, but this new one is called Foundation. Okay, Foundation. Foundation was the first one. Oh, okay. I didn't totally miss that one. So this new one's called Next, and basically Next is the biggest update that they've released, which basically adds everything that they promised to begin with to a certain degree. From what I understand, all that Next really added was multiplayer which is a giant thing like yep. multiplayer and the ability to watch yourself in third person yep. everything else that people are like raving about came out in like the atlas rises well, patch well, like the base building stuff and the base building stuff yes um but they've fixed a lot of mechanics like yes. like um the fighting the plane to plane fighting mm-hmm. has been severely improved over the last update like i remember hating fighting in my in my starship yep. and now i love it now it's like one of my favorite things to do in the game. I don't love it, but I definitely enjoy it. It's it's way easier now, or way smoother. Yes. It feels less one-sided than it did before. The the quality of life that in the terms of the the ship battles, the quality of life stuff that they added for how quickly it is, how easy it is to um quick access stuff for recharging yep. your abilities yep. or your your um equipment is what makes the ship battles doable yep. because you can just like down on the D-pad, up, up, and yep. I've now reset, reset my, my shields. Shield. So yep. that's what has made it more yeah. doable for me. A lot of that quality of life stuff is what came about and it has really, like, really improved the game. And they, I remember when the game first came out and it was just like three elements. It was, yeah, it was it, like, it was like carbon, sodium, and it was plutonium. Yep. Um, Thamium? It was the blue plant. I think it was Thamium, or it began with a T. And because it was blue, red, and yellow. It was blue, red, and yellow. There were three. And I think yellow was uranium. Yeah, you're probably Um, right. I think it was. There was no like carbon. I thought carbon was was one. I don't think carbon was one. I think it was plutonium was red, which doesn't make sense. I want to say Thamium. Mm-hmm. was blue and then uranium there were three it was Ugh. blue red and yellow and that was basically it in the game yep and you had to get those to make other things and it was pretty easy now it's a very intricate system yes. of okay you can mine ferrite dust but then you have to refine it to make pure ferrite and then if you refine the pure ferrite you can make magnetized, magnetized. ferrite and and there's so much stuff like that like Carbon can be refined. Like the addition of yep. the refiner is really cool because yep. it adds so many levels. Like carbon can become condensed carbon. And it like 
and sodium can become sodium nitrate. Yep. And it, there's all this stuff that you can do now and you can keep it all at your base, like all these portable or you See, can... that's the thing. I actually haven't figured out how to build a storage device in my base yet. Oh, okay. I haven't done that. Okay. Well, there's a lot you can build in your base. Um, my base right now is uh, a wooden box because um, all I use it for is I go out and I get a bunch of blueprints and I come back and I just like salvage, like, salvage all my technologies yeah. and I haven't actually like spent time building my oh. base. Like it's still just wood. I think yeah. once you start building like the actual like circular structures, yeah. then you can actually unlock base tech and yep. stuff, so, which I haven't done. So I've been playing the game for 40 hours. Uh, yes, I'm 60 hours into the game. Um, Justin and I have built two bases now. Nice. Both of them. Are they better than my wooden box? Fairly extensive. Um, like, have you made like glass domes and stuff? We've made glass domes. We've made like um, glass hallways yep. with like the big square metal rooms oh. and the small r- circular metal rooms. Hmm. Um, and we have like people like the construction modules and the science modules I and all of those. Any of that stuff? Yeah. Yet. So we have some bases set up, and cool. it, it's been really fun to to put together. We have one that's built on an extremely cold planet. Like a like an actual yep, extreme. Winter. It's an extreme Ooh. planet. You must have gotten all your milestones for well, it. Well, that's why I built it there because I wanted to build up my milestones. I'm only at like eight days in extreme environments. I'm at thirteen. Solid. So um, we started building it in a cave on an extreme environment cool. planet. So it's like underground, and then when you pop out, there's just you know cold. That's awesome. It like that's part of. That's once I finish because I basically at this point I'm just kind of like build my guy up in order mm-hmm. to make said awesome bases. Yep. So once I do that, I'm very much looking forward to making like some Dr. Wiley style castles yep. with like the crazy towers with like the glass domes for observation at the top yep. with massive ladders. I'm very excited and I've, yeah, haven't done anything yet. Ladders are really stupid in this game. You don't I, like them? No, I hate ladders. Just build up your jetpack enough that oh, you yeah, can my jetpack is jet pretty pack, far at this point. Jetpack as high as you want. Um, I hate ladders. Ladders take forever to climb. Like um, I don't know if you've ever had to fix a frigate, but fix one. Oh yeah, I, I send my things out. Are my they're not frigates? They're like the starships that are part of your fleet. A part of your freighter. They're yeah. called frigates. Oh, okay, sorry. So I, th- I was have, thinking of freighters. You have a freighter that has frigates around it. Yeah, I have like I have like four or five. I have. This is something I've been p- spending a lot of time with. Yeah. I have four fighters. I have four explorers. Wow. No, sorry, trade. Four trade. I have two science and, and two, two industrial and two explorers. So okay. I send them out. In, I have I have two command centers in my frigate, and I Jesus. send them out in teams. And that's what I've spent a lot of time doing is wow. like that type of stuff. It's fun. You get like shit for rewards right now, yep. but the more you do it, the further you can send them out because yep. like once you get. I, I think the furthest I can send them out now is like 6,000 light years or maybe Jesus. it's 4,000. So like the base ones are only like 1,000 light yeah. years, but you can eventually get them to go further and further. And so you're get, you're making like 500,000 a pop yeah. as opposed to the 50,000. Yeah. Wow. It's been fun. I haven't done like anything with my freighter. So mm-hmm. that's my, very interesting. My freighter, I like seeing, like it's fun hearing about how people, because, okay, it's no man's sky like that. Like we're, we're gushing about it, but I think you need to be really clear that the gameplay loop has not changed. Right. The best review I read about no man's sky next is if you liked no man's sky, like the original, 
then you'll like No Man's Sky. Yep. If you hated No Man's Sky, the original, you'll probably not like No Man's Sky. Because yep. like it hasn't fundamentally changed, but they've added so much extra quality of life stuff right. that there's so many more things to do now. Yeah. So like you've been spending time on base building with a friend. Yep. I've been working on a frigate and getting all my glyphs. Yes. Like things like, like that. Like basically all we've done is base building and fighting sentinels, which has been a shit ton of fun. I have still not killed a walker. The I tried to and I couldn't do it. The fighting with other people is what makes it like the multiplayer. Cause Justin and I, my friend Justin and I both have the scatter blaster and I have three S class modules attached to it. Nice. And I think he has one or two. And we just go to town on walkers. I, I have a scatter blaster, and I've managed to take out their Legs. leg plating, but I can't hurt the body. Oh, uh, the body. Do you need like an upgrade or because no. because it, it has like a little like purple writing underneath it that says like this armor is this type, and I can't hurt them. So, I find it hard to hurt them from the ground. Usually, I jump on the building I'm near, oh. and that way I'm level with them, and I'm hitting them better. That makes sense. Sometimes it's just the angle that you're shooting them at that you it just doesn't register. No damage. Um, but yeah, fighting walkers has been a lot of fun. Just exploring in general. Most of the time when I play, I just hop on, and I'm like, I want to find a drop pod so I can extend my, my suit slots. I think slots. I'm close. I have max technology and max... Um, whatchamacallit? Regular. Regular. General. Yeah, I don't know how much. I think I have nine for cargo, my cargo. Cargo goes big. Cargo. And um, it gets expensive. I'm up to 15 or 16 cargo Whoa, slots. I'm nowhere near that. And cargo gets big. So I'm at, I, th I think I'm at 41 for general. So I'm almost done. It's 48. It's 48 I think is, is the most. Yeah, max. I've got that cap. I'm at whatever, 13 or 12. I thought it was 12. 12. It might what, be 14. Whatever max is for. Yeah. It's definitely two not little, two rows. Definitely not an odd number. So thirteen was the wrong number to yes. say. It's either twelve or fourteen. Yeah, it's two rows of something. It yes. might be two rows of six. It's either two rows of six or two rows of seven. And then I, I think I'm at fifteen or sixteen for cargo. Nice. Having a lot of cargo slots has helped me like dramatically. Cargo is yep. the greatest. I wish things auto went into your cargo slots. Like you could like select them to go in. Like yeah. whenever I get carbon, I want it to go in or something yeah. like that. Or like just the fact that when I already have a stack of carbon in there, why doesn't it, when I pick up carbon, go immediately in there? Yeah, It goes immediately into your general. I think that's like all of my complaints about the game are small things like that where I'm just like. I have some larger ones. Okay. But like. And then some of the my other complaints were glitch based because like that's my large like ones. when when I was playing I remember getting really upset and texting you because I could not get out of my freighter because every time I took off my my ship would take off too high and glitch me into my freighter oh, so I couldn't get out and it happened every time but I, I could load into somebody else's game and play that character so stupid so that's all I was doing until the next patch came out which was like three days later but and it fixed, fixed it. that problem. And I at also, least they're working on these things. I also had like a corrupted file that wouldn't load. Ugh. And I texted you about that. And I was like, I, I just lost 30 hours of gameplay. I think the other one I texted you back was like, they're working on a yep. fix. It's out right now. You sent me a, a, a link to it. And they were like, the fix is uh, uh, beta, beta on PC. It'll be out soon. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then it was fixed like later that night. Yeah, that um, was a big one. I really like that Hello Games is paying attention to bug reports. They are. And fixing things like. It's understandable with how big this update was and how much it changed. Mm -hmm. It's understandable that there's going to be a lot of glitches. Yep. 
And the fact that they are paying attention and putting out, they've been putting out hot fixes at like every week. Yeah. I, I want to say that there was like two in the last week. Yeah. They, yeah. they when, when it's really a big issue yes. and like they'll hot fix it like that, that day. Mm. Um, but they've been putting out patches like weekly to fix these bugs so that people can enjoy their new game. Where this game has gotten to from the garbage fire that it was at launch yeah. to the state that it's in now, I have nothing but like major respect for this, yeah. this, this dev team. Like, yes, they didn't they didn't deliver on their initial promises, but they have like, they went like radio silent for like a year and just like fixed their game that yeah. they clearly love and have like a giant passion for. So the fact that like, we're still getting these things all for free. Yep. Like none of this costs money. If this was destiny. They would just give you a middle finger and say, buy our next, our, yeah. buy our next expansion and it'll fix everything. Thanks Bungie. Yeah. Awesome. Like, <laughs> well, thanks Activision blizzard. Um, <laughs> but like, it's so great, but some of the glitches have, really pissed me off yeah and they're really stupid like okay tell me about glyphs okay well the glyph okay <laughs> i was telling talking to alex about uh, to this about dinner today at i was talking to, to alex about this at dinner tonight words are hard um <laughs> and part of me is a little bit upset because i was ready to be coming in and spitting fire but um they fixed it <laughs> so it's not that big of an issue spoiler alert so in the game Apparently, I, this is news to Alex. Uh, on certain planets, you can find these things called portals. And what the portals do is once you manage to fix them and unlock them, you can enter these things called glyphs, which are there are 16 of them, and they're like coordinates, basically. And if you every portal connects to every other portal in this infinite universe. So if you know the coordinates to another portal, then you can travel to it. But in order to un in order to get these glyphs, you have to unlock them by finding travelers' graves. Mm -hmm. When you find a traveler's graves, it's supposed to automatically whoop, give you another um, glyph for the portal. Um, the only way you can find these travelers' graves is by randomly finding a traveler character in a space station or on a base. They're very rare, yep. very hard to find, and then you have to pay them nanites, which are they're not in a they're not like a premium currency, but in any other game, they would be the premium right. currency. They're what you use to buy your major upgrades. They're what you use to buy um, it, it, major upgrades to like your ship, to your gun, to your major person. upgrades. Yes. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, <laughs> You're the one that usually does it. No, oh, she does it so much more oh than me. Oh, my God. Um, we'll, like, we'll be talking, yep. the two of us, and then she'll just major whatever. Like, yep. we'll be here by ourselves. I'm like, I get it. But anyways. <laughs> I love we love her. you, Tiffany. Yes. Uh, she's not going to listen to this. Because um, <laughs> she hates us and, and she, video she games. She hates video games. Well, she doesn't hate video games. but So the glyphs. So I, I was reading about that, and I was like, okay, cool. That's great. I had found some traveler's graves, and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm well on my way to doing this. And then I had found this YouTube video where they were talking about, hey, if you input these coordinates on a portal, it'll take you to this planet that has really, really high chance of having a very good multi-tool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. That sounds like fun. Let me check my glyph status to see how many I have so that way I can know how much to work for now. I had none. You had one. One, the default one that yep. they give you. I had gotten none. And yep. I had been to at least three traveler's graves. Yep. I was like, what? Okay, you know what? Maybe this something like was wrong with some of the other patches. So I went and I found another like traveler, bought the glyph from him or bought the location, went to it, nothing. Yep. And I was like, okay, this sucks. 
maybe I need to like go back to the portal. And when I go back to the portal, it'll like ding, 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 unlock everything that I've gotten. So it took me forever to find the portal that I had found again. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually I found it, nothing. So I did, went online and this is a known glitch mm-hmm. that there's just, you know, no, you can't get these glyphs uh, or not, glyphs sometimes just don't register. I was pretty pissed because that's, it's not a game breaking bug in any right. sense of the imagination, but it's a bug that I have dumped time and resources into and right. gotten nothing out of. And it made me a little bit upset. Like I said, though, literally last night I went online because I was going to like start playing again just to like checking each day to try and find, see if it had finished. And it had, it works now. My, my argument is null, <laughs> but there are still other little minor bugs that yeah. piss me off. Have you, gone to repair one of your frigates yep. and then just teleported through the floor. Yep. I've gone I've landed on a frigate, gotten out of my ship and then just fell to my death. Yep. I have I've had that happen to me a couple times. It's annoying. It it happens like I mean I'm I'm not upset when stuff like that happens. I I kind put, of am. I've put 60 hours into this game. Yeah. Like when something like that happens, I'm just like, okay. It's not a perfect game. The repairing of the frigates, I've had to do it a lot. It's yeah. annoying. I've, I've had to do it three or four times. I wish I, I only had to do it three or four yeah, times. Yeah, well, I, I haven't spent as much time on frigates as you have. Clearly. Um, I've only had to do it three or four times. And it's all, I've only glitched out once on a frigate and twice on my freighter. I've never glitched out on my freighter. I've done well, it on my freighter. I glitched on my freighter once because I was at the space station. I left the space station. I turned towards my frigate and I pulse engined to it. Nice. And I pulse engined into my freighter and i was just stuck i've done that too oh another time i landed in front of some ruins yeah and i got out into the ruins so i was inside the hitboxes inside the ruins so i was just looking out and it took me like i had to like jetpack at a specific angle to get (laughs) back into my ship otherwise i would have been screwed because i couldn't tunnel out of it because i was inside of a hitbox solid (sighs) i mean like it's not a perfect game and things like that are, it's so big, that's yep. unavoidable. Yep. It's not a perfect game, but I feel like I've definitely gotten my money's worth out of it. At like, this point. I paid $60 for it. I've put in 60 hours into my new character. I put at least 30 hours into my last character. Mm-hmm. Like, I've put, at this point, almost 100 hours into the game. Yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like I've gotten my money's worth, and I'm still playing it. Like, I yeah. still find it fun to just warp to a new system and just discover new planets. It's just fun, therapeutic, and I'm just like, oh, I got a new blueprint. Let's see how to make this. I, I definitely, like, there was a point today where I was sitting at work and being like, oh, we're going to record tonight. I could always just, like, say we can record later and I could play more No Man's Sky. Like, I'm really <laughs> into playing No Man's Sky right it's, now. It's a lot of fun. It's just, it's really, it's really interesting playing multiplayer because it doesn't, drastically change how the game works Mm -hmm. because basically the way me and my friends play i don't know how other people have been playing because clearly people play the game differently um the way my friends and i play is we get into a system together Mm -hmm. and we'll just kind of go our separate ways it'll be like okay i'm gonna go to the space station and pick up missions oh i'm gonna go discover this planet and then like somebody will find like a drop pod or find like a manufacturing facility that we can raid and everyone will be like Hey, come to me. And then we'll I'll be like, okay, we'll be right there. And then we'll just all converge, do whatever we were doing, and then just leave. It's that or, sounds like or fun. we'll just like someone will be like, I found a perfect place to build a base. And then we'll all get together, 
mine ferrite dust for hours. I was going to say, you, like, you need so much ferrite dust to put together a Well, base. you need pure ferrite. It's all pure ferrite. So we were mining pure ferrite for so long to build our big base. Mm-hmm. And we needed glass, which takes frost crystals. Ooh. So I've never, which, I haven't, I don't, no, I no, I don't think I have the blueprint for, gra- so for glass. I don't yet. have the blueprint for glass, but I Justin does. Supposed, I thought you're supposed to get the blueprint once you start doing your base stuff. So like, I thought your guy is supposed to give it I to you. I don't know the blueprint, but Justin does yeah. because I don't do it most of the building. I just do all the mining. So yeah. like we'll get together and I'll be like, what do you need? And he'll be like, frost crystals. And I'll be like, done. And we were right next to a forest where every tree dropped three frost crystals. Ooh. And we needed... 150 Gross. no 250 frost crystals <laughs> so i was just i would have just uninstalled at that i point. was just a lumberjack i was just <laughs> mining trees for days in extreme weather <laughs> it was awesome sodium it's, sodium is your friend it's so much fun like i'm i love the shit every time i play that game it's a slightly different experience mm-hmm. like i'm doing something slightly different like some days I'll just be like, I want to discover all the creatures on this planet. And I'll just walk around. I've only done that twice. Discovering creatures. That's just all I do. And it's fun. Like, yeah. y- you just jump in the water and you're like, oh, what's in the water? I think you have to have the right mindset going into it. Like, you have to be aware that it's not a very action-packed game. It's a very slow game. Yep. And it's arguably very zen. Yep. So, I like it. It's, it, like, when we started playing, I remember both of us making this observation. I believe both of us did. Maybe it was just me. Um, this is basically just space Minecraft. All they've done with all the new updates mm-hmm. is I think, turn this into space Minecraft. I think it was definitely you because um, I've never played Minecraft. I have. So I would not it, make that. Literally, they they like added the refiner, which is the furnace in Minecraft. They added a bunch. Like now, there's a bunch of different elements that you can blend together, which is all Minecraft did. You can you can do farming now in this one, which I have yet to do. Yeah, I, I've built two pods yep. for it but nothing's growing in it i i have yet to do that but you can build bases you can build buildings like they just turn this into space minecraft on a larger scale where everything's connected which is so, cool so it's it's really cool it's very much if you're expecting like an action-packed game with like a really cool story you're you're in the wrong wrong realm um, but it, I, I'm having so much fun with it. I had fun with it the last time. Like you said, if you liked No Man's Sky, you're going to like No Man's Sky next. Yep. I think that's the best description. It is. I, I remember when the game first came out, um, people were describing it as as wide as an ocean, as shallow as a puddle. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's as wide as an ocean, as shallow as like an above ground pool. Mm. Like there's, you know, a lot more to do. Yep. I haven't even gotten into, I just unlocked the ability to unlock the blueprints for like the racing stuff. And yep. I don't even have, I haven't unlocked any vehicles. Like I, your exocraft? I, yeah, I haven't unlocked any exocraft stuff yet. Mm. So I'm looking forward to building racetracks. Yeah. I'm going to totally do that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Like the fact that you and I, we've put, you've put 50 hours in. I've put 40. Uh, 40. I've put 60 in. And we're still discovering things. Mm-hmm. I think that speaks to the depth of the game and how much there is to do. I think it speaks to that, but I also think it speaks to the non-communication of a lot of things. Well, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily the non-communication, but it's the pace of the game. Like mm. because the game starts out with just telling you, "Hey, explore." It tells you when things get unlocked, but things don't get unlocked until you get to them. And if you're taking your time exploring every little planet you get to, it's then, gonna then it's going to take forever. So like 
The fact that I've only been to like eight systems and I've played for 60 hours. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I've been to like 20. Oh, yeah. I've warped 30. I just got my 30 warp. Oh, my warp. uh, 30 warp. I think I've warped 10 times. Wow. At this point. I don't like Uh, visit any of the planets I go to when I warp at this point. I go to every planet in every system. Because I've been looking for travelers now. Oh. (laughs) That's that's what I've been doing. I'm just having fun exploring and just like raking in Uh, money with my my scanner where like every time I scan an animal, it's like $250,000 to $400,000. That's awesome. So yeah, uh, No Man's Sky gets two thumbs up. I agree. Uh, Long story short, No Man's Sky is a ton of fun and I would highly recommend it if you enjoy No Man's Sky. Yeah. I um I know one uh, listener of the podcast, friend of the podcast. That's what we say, right? Corey, friend of the show, Corey, friend of the podcast, Corey. Friend of the podcast works. Too. Um, ha- picked it up and started playing it. Oh, he's been enjoying. Does he it. like it? That's good. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good game. I agree. So, I assume he's on Xbox. I think he's playing on Xbox because so that's what the, we, so they expanded it out to PC and Xbox. Yeah. He asked me if I was going to get it on PC. Because he would have gotten it on PC to play with me. But mm-hmm. no, he's playing on Xbox. Cool, cool, cool. Super fun. So uh, speaking of playing things, what else are you playing, Alex? Um, Anything fun? So I think we, I briefly touched on it last week. Uh, last week. I did Now it you're doing it. Now uh-huh. I'm doing it. It's easy to do it. Although at the time of this recording, the last episode was last week. Okay. So I believe I br- briefly touched on it last episode with uh, Judd. Yes. Uh, I've been playing Octopath Traveler. What's Octopath Traveler, Alex? That's a great question, Dwight. <laughs> What's Octopath? Blah, blah, blah. What's, I haven't been drinking either. What's Octopath Traveler, Alex? Oh, um, that's a great question, Dwight. <laughs> uh, Octopath Traveler is a Ubisoft... Ubisoft? Square. Square it's Enix. A Square Enix it's game. a Square Enix game. Wow. <laughs> That's offensive. Way off the mark. That is offensive to Square Enix. Yeah. It is a Square Enix JRPG that came out for the Switch. It's a Switch exclusive. Yep. That came out uh, last month, July. It was, yeah. Some point in July. It was the, towards the beginning of July. Like the 11th or something. Yeah. Um, and wow. basically, uh, if you couldn't figure it out from the name, the game is about the concept of the game. Travels. You get to play as eight different point of view characters that and you get to travel between all these different areas so the first thing the game does is it asks you who you want to play first which is very important but the game doesn't tell you that yeah i I, yes i've seen that bothered me that's the only thing that's really bothered me so far do you not like who you picked no i love who i picked but there are characters that if i had picked them first i would have been so upset because that is the only person you can't swap out of your party. Oh, really? At all during the game. Ooh. You can never swap them out of your party. They are locked in. So does that make them like the main character of the game for you? And does that change the story like drastically? So, or So technically it makes them the main character because they are the first person you play as. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they lock it in. It bothers me a little bit. But I've kind of seen past it. So... There's eight different characters. All of them have different starting cities. And basically what you do is you start as one character. You get to see the first part of their story. And everyone's story ends with them having to leave their town. So uh, the first character you start as, that person leaves the town. And then you can go and do the first part of anyone else's story. 
and it tells you on the the map like um what suggested character level it is for each story mission okay so you'll look at the map and it'll be like this person's suggested level 12 everyone's first mission or first chapter i believe is what it's called scales up as you keep leveling towards the beginning of the game do they all start at a different level then so they all start so it's interesting when you get to somebody they're always level two no matter what Okay. But all of your party will already be level like three or, or higher. So is it easier to get them up to that so level? So it's easier that you need to then? it's easier to just power level them. Okay, that makes sense. Um it I don't have any issues, but like I liked that it scaled everything up so like I didn't feel over leveled by the time I got to the eighth character's first level or first chapter because it, it scaled up. I think it maxes out at like level twelve or thirteen. The scaling—that's like the cap level. Oh, no, no, no. the, the scaling, scaling for okay. the first chapter, and then the second chapters are all like in the thirties or tw- wow. like late twenties. That's crazy. So, um, then you venture out. So there's there's a big map. There's a lot of different cities. I have only done, I think I've done chapter two for like three of the characters, oh, and wow. I think I'm thirty five hours into the game. Like it is. It's going to be a big game. It's a big game. It is your classic JRPG. It is expansive. It's it's fun, though. Like, one of the things I really enjoyed about this game is that it's basically like every other JRPG, but instead of just coming across characters in, in a city and just kind of hearing their backstory, yep. you get to experience everyone's individual story the whole time. So, okay. like... Instead of, I, I'll use Final Fantasy as an example. Instead of like running across Vincent and just like being like, oh, you're Vincent, cool. Or running across yep. Red 13, what was his number? I don't know. I never oh, played Final Fantasy 7. Oh, Red 13, whatever his number. And hearing like he's an ex- a dog that was experimenting. Like instead of hearing Spoilers. that, you get to experience it. See, that's kind of. get more attached to those characters. In, in one way, that's kind of cool. Because I, I, I read about it and it seems like the way that it works is like you're playing your story. And then when you meet a new character, you like have these flashbacks to see what their backstory is and, yeah. how, and how they've been experienced, uh, how they've come about in the world, as opposed to like every other RPG where it's you, the characters are introduced through the, like at certain points in the story and it's all part of one giant yeah. predetermined narrative. Yeah. Whereas like this is still a predetermined narrative, but you learn the backstory of yeah. everybody. I like that it's eight individual stories. Like everyone is on their own thing. Like it's not one big overarching plot at least not yet i hope it eventually becomes i think one. it will that's good but i it isn't yet but everyone is like okay well you're on this mi- this like quest i'll we will help you so it's kind of it's just like nice. like we're all traveling together and we're gonna help each other it's it's fun i'm i've been enjoying the hell out of it i really like the gameplay mechanics because Unlike most RPGs that I've played, I don't know if this is like a thing that has become a thing because the last JRPG I've played might have been Final Fantasy IX. Um, I'm trying to think of... That was what, 99? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would have played after that. Um, So like, I don't have a lot of experience with modern JRPGs. I think modern JRPGs are very different than this, though. This is a throwback because yep. modern JRPG... I just played Final Fantasy 15 last yep. year, and I believe that's a modern JRPG. Yeah. It's a lot more 
real timey live action okay. stuff, like uh, real time battles yep. and stuff, as opposed to this is your classic turn based. Yeah. Thing. So I like the combat because it's turn based, which I'm used to, but mm-hmm. it's also it has like weaknesses in it. So um, certain enemies are weak to certain types of attacks. Okay. And certain areas are more prone to be like, so the desert will be more prone to being weak to ice attacks because they're living in the desert or things like that. I track that logic. So, so it's good to switch out your party. Like it's, it gives you a reason to switch out your party or to make sure that your characters have the attacks that will match what the weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. So it's a good mechanic and the weaknesses, um, are attached to shields that each enemy has. So if an enemy starts the battle with four shield, if you hit them four times with something they're weak to, they get broken. So that that's a break. And then they don't get to attack the next round and they will always be critical the next time you hit them. So that's like kind of the trick that you want to get. So the trick you want to do is break them and then, like just pile on the pile damage. on the damage. So I I've really been enjoying that. That was one of the things that bothered me about Donkey's video. I was just about to ask you how hard is it to fight snails in this game? So Donkey's video bothered me because he was fighting a like a, a level quote, one un, snail. quote unquote level one, which it wasn't a, a level one snail. Okay. It was a one a one shield, a one shield snail. Snail. Oh, snail. So he was like fundamentally not understanding the game mechanics. Right. I didn't, I, I, I think he understood it. He was just doing it for, he was being a jokey yeah, joke. He was being a jokey joke. He was fighting a one shield snail, but he was hitting it with something that it wasn't weak to. So he wasn't, you should be able to break it with one hit. Yeah. And then immediately kill it. And then immediately or, not kill like it, but power up. So every time you use a basic attack in the game, you get one burst. So if you, so you can stack up your attacks. So basically what a burst means is if you get one burst and then use it on your next turn, you attack twice on your next turn. Okay. So what you do, it usually this game sounds like so much fun. What you do usually is you get all your characters to just use their basic attacks instead of using elemental stuff. Can you, um, can bursts go between, uh, round so you can share fights. you can share bursts between characters if that character has the ability to share bursts. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, like if you like finish a fight without using any bursts, they carry over to the next. They fight? They carry over. So oh, yeah, cool. so you can you can accumulate like four bursts. You can only use I think the ma- the max is three. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you but that's what you do. So you 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 go. This person's weak to dagger. I'm gonna have all my dagger people attack it. And that thing's weak to arrows. I'll have all my arrow people attack it. And then they'll all build up burst. And once I break all of them, I'll use all of my burst to just pour damage on them. It sounds like fun. That's, it's that's... so much fun. I love once it took me a while to figure out the right way to play it uh, because I was just like, oh, it's a turn-based RPG. I'll smash, just, smash, pl- smash. Yeah, smash. I'll just play it the way I played. Donkey ev- says this is hard. Every other JRPG. And I was like, oh, no, now I get it. Um, that's cool. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's I, awesome. I took a break when no man's sky came out because I was just like, no man's sky. I'm like, <laughs> this is all I want to play. Um, but I'm, I'm getting back into it and that's awesome. it's a really, it's a really fun game. It, anyone that likes JRPGs, anyone should pick this game up, but they can't. <laughs> I if still want a physical copy. You can't pick it up. <laughs> I have been to targets. I have been to Walmarts. I have been to bull mooses. This game, as far as I can tell, doesn't exist. 
because none of these stores have it because I am an old fart curmudgeon and I refuse to buy things digitally. Although, even though there are times that I've bought stuff on a disc uh, and then I wish that I had bought it digitally because I'll be playing No Man's Sky and I'll finish playing that for the night. And I'll be like, oh man, I really want to play the Mega Man X collection, which just came out. And I have to get up and put it in the disc and it's annoying and obnoxious. I hate, like, first word problems, right? Just fucking tell me about it. Like, I feel like such an asshole being like, I hate getting up to change the disc. But it's like, having certain games that I've bought digitally, yep. it's so easy to just like boop, 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 yep. and like switch over to it. And it's, it just feels like such a weird inconvenience a, now. A couple years ago, I want to say maybe last year or the year before, mm-hmm. I think when No Man's Sky came out. So two years ago, I made the decision that I'm just, I'm just going full bore digital, digital games because it's just so convenient. It really is. I, the only time I buy physical games is if they are severely discounted. Like I bought, Borderlands 2 or Borderlands the Handsome, Handsome Jack, Jack collection because it was like $15 at Target and it was yeah. $60 digital and Justin was like I want to play and I'm like okay I'll go buy it sure like that's the great Fine. thing about me and my friends if one person really wants to get into a game they're just like yeah okay I'll buy it if, it, if it's cheap yeah if it's a good price yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so it's like uh, Dead by Daylight. That price was perfect. Dead by Daylight, free. We haven't even played it yet. Well, when when I bought it, it was fifteen. Oh, you bought it? I bought it. Oh, me too. I bought it. Um, I got it a couple months ago. Yeah. I didn't know you had bought it. Yeah, we bought it at the same time because it was on sale. You, me, and Justin all bought it at the same time. That's right. And like, I know and Justin you, played it, and, and he Justin hated it. Played it and was like, "This isn't for me." And then you played it, and you were like, "I don't know if I like it." And I was like, "I guess I'm not installing." <laughs> I well, I played it, and I was like. I like Friday the 13th better. So I just went back to playing Friday the 13th. That game is so much fun. But it's dead now, unfortunately, which is really sad. Friday the 13th died? The, uh, the game. Um, they pulled did, down servers? Did, I, no. I know you told me about the copyright. The copyright issue is what's quote unquote. Well, yep. it supposedly killed it. The community is so fucking toxic, oh, yeah. at least on the Reddit. Like, nobody likes that. I don't, I don't get this. Why do people go to subreddits and forums just to complain about how much they hate something? I don't understand it. Like I get in theory you're there because you were a fan or you are a fan of it and you're not happy with the state of something, but all it is is toxic vitriol being thrown at the devs. Well, the thing I don't understand, I'm fine with like that happening like once or twice. It's the consistency that really drives me insane. Like, when No Man's Sky came out, yes. I was I was huge into it and I was loving it. And I would go to the No Man's Sky um, subreddit, subreddit right? and I'd be like, and it was a circle jerk of negativity. Every post was just a circle jerk yeah. of negativity. That's the perfect way to phrase it. And I un- unsubbed. Yep. I was like, I don't want to be here. Anybody who who would put something positive out there yep. would get either torn to shreds or downvoted yep. into oblivion, and you wouldn't see them. And it's just so unproductive. Yeah, it's it's really silly. Like I understand i like having constructive conversations mm-hmm. about like why someone doesn't like something but when it just becomes an echo chamber of negativity of people saying the same thing over and over again yep. or like a just a, a circular argument where one person's like well i like this and the other person's like well i don't i don't like it so your your opinion <laughs> right. isn't valid right and Fuck off. I, yeah the internet 
I, I think I said this on the Discord recently. The internet is a wonderful place, but also the worst place ever. That's very true. <laughs> uh, on the Friday the 13th subreddit right now, the biggest prevailing um, theory is that the game was made um, by crooks, and they specifically did it to steal money. Wow. There is, like, it's so conspiracy theory. There is some compelling evidence uh, for some things. Like, for example, there was a Kickstarter um, uh, prize, which was if you bought a special tier, you would get this special Jason skin Mm -hmm. called the Tom Savini skin, which was a special skin designed by Tom Savini. And it was only, like, you could only get it through the Kickstarter backers. But there were people selling it on... um, eBay selling codes for it for like a hundred bucks a pop Mm -hmm. and people think and did some like detective sleuthing and like they think that the game devs were the ones selling them wow which is like a total like crazy or like it was like one person in the team that was doing it which is like obviously a crazy breach of ethics but it was like I don't know if I believe that or but it was like pretty damning evidence so like there's like weird things like that but it's I don't know, man. I still played that game for like 40 hours and had a, such a fun time with it. Where do I know the name Tom Savini from? Tom Savini is the greatest movie Dawn special. Dawn of the Dead? Uh, he, he did the special effects on Dawn was of the he, Dead. He, 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 okay. He, he, was he's, in he's, the, the, he's the biker in he's that He's in the one. short story that I uh, just yes, read. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Savini is arguably one of the... Not, not arguably. He's arguably the greatest. He is unarguably one of the greatest. Right. Um, special effects makeup artists of all time. Okay. He did the effects on the original Friday the 13th. He did Friday the 13th Part 4. He did all the effects for every Romero movie after the original Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. So he did uh, Dawn, Dawn, Day, yeah. uh, Land of. Yeah. He's 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 diary. that guy. Yeah, Diary. He's maybe not Diary, but he did. Um, he's a very seminal yep. uh, makeup artist. Makeup artist pioneered a lot of stuff. Wrote a book about it. Really, really, really popular. Good guy. I was wondering why it sounded so familiar. Yeah. I was like, I've heard that name recently. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Makes right. sense. The Joe Hill book. Because yeah. Joe Hill would have met him. Yep. So, Which is awesome. Yes. Um, what have you been playing, Dwight? Speaking of Joe Hill, uh, did you know, have you seen Creepshow? I haven't. Uh, he's in it. Just kidding. I know Stephen Not King, just kidding, but wrote it. He's also in it. He plays Jordy Verrill. Creepshow is oh. awesome. Okay. Mm. Sorry. What have I been playing? So... I kind of tried to segue into it earlier, but we, we, we skipped over it. Oh, um, we did? Yeah. I'm sorry. I no, we, we got into a better conversation. Um, recently, I've been playing, because I, I am nothing if not a person who likes his old video games. Uh, the Mega Man X Legacy Collection came out. Wait, you like Mega Man? I do. I do like Mega Man. What's a Mega Man? Uh, a Mega Man is a fighting robot <laughs> from the year future. Um, and this is the fighting robot from the year future, too. Ooh. Um, Mega oh Man boy, X. It's the Mega Man. Mega Man X. It might be my favorite Mega Man game at this point. Really? Like it's it's so much more. Original Mega Man games are fantastic, but this one is so it's it's like another level. Yeah. It's as Eagle Raptor said, this isn't NES, this is Super Nintendo. Like yeah. it's fucking good. Um, and so they just Capcom just recently recently released the Mega Man X Legacy Collection which is a collection of all the Mega Man X games. I have previously only played one through five. This has one through eight. Um, I years eight is really hard. I Probably. I thought it was eight. That like When it came out, everyone was like, this game's insane. You're probably right. Eight was on PlayStation 2, which yep. is weird. Um, I've only played, like I said, one through five, because when I was in high school, maybe high school, maybe, maybe freshman year in college, the Mega Man X Legacy Collection 
came out for the GameCube. Hmm. Did I say Legacy for this one? Maybe this one's called the Anniversary Collection. It might be the Anniversary Collection. Um, Regardless, they've released these games as a collection once before, and I've already bought them because if a Mega Man game comes out, I'm just going to rebuy it because that's the type of person I am, I guess. Um, I I know that feeling. Like I've I've triple dipped at this. I don't have strong feelings about Mega Man like you do, but like um, I've bought the first Bioshock game. Four times, I think. Four, wow. Cause That's I, crazy. I've bought it, I, I think four times. I bought it on PC. I bought it on Xbox 360. I bought it on PS4. Maybe only three times. Mm-hmm. I've definitely bought it at least three times. I, I own. It's yeah. one of my favorite games. Yeah, which, like, you got to support. When you love a game, right. you feel like supporting it. I, I also feel that way about Saga. Like, I've double dipped on Saga. Yep. Um me too. Not the way you have, but I have as well. I've doubled, doubled the, on the hard covers. Hard right? covers, yes. Singles, I do. I do. I do singles and uh, trades. Yeah, well, I do, do floppies hard. and hard covers, yeah. which is the right way to do it. You're not wrong, <laughs> but I didn't. When I started buying the trades, I didn't know they were going to do the hard covers. Yeah. I would have waited for the hard covers. You, you're the person I have to thank for me having the hard covers. So. Yeah, because I think I told you I was like, go buy this right now. Yeah, or we, I was like, this is good, and you went and we bought it. We ran right then. into each other at Chris's Comics. That was before we were really friends. That was before we were really friends. It was like 2013, I think. It was like the summer before we did the Odd Couple. We hadn't done Odd Couple yet. No. Oh, weird. It was either like summer of 2014 or summer of 2013 mm-hmm. and we ran into each other and i was like oh hey because i knew you but i didn't like we weren't we, friends we had run into each other or seen each other a couple of times through something else before that i Gina think game nights yeah i and think like was, so and we had hung out because yeah because bonnie was back by that right. point i think yeah, so your sister's maybe. game night 2014 she would have just moved so, so it was she probably, would, it was before that so it would have been 2013 because yeah. she wouldn't have moved yet and we ran into each other and you were like oh what, are you going to pick up your comics? Because you just dawdle in there and never buy anything. And you said yeah. you always feel bad. For I, don't, I, I haven't gone to that. Store. I think that was the last time I went to that store. Wow. I really do. Like, and I remember you being like, oh, uh, what do you read now? And I named a b- bunch and you were like, you don't read Saga? Yeah, because you like, were a little plebe. And I'm like, what's Saga? Because back then I was reading like just Deadpool. Everything yeah, was, Deadpool. Yeah. And you were like, what's Saga? Come on. Like. <laughs> You need to get Saga. So I walked in there, found the hardcover, and bought, bought it. it right then and there. I remember you describing You were like, it's the hardcover with a big boob on the cover. And I'm like, okay. And I found it, and I bought it, and I loved it. And then I just and was waiting with anticipation for the next hardcover. Yeah, because the hardcovers are like eight years apart. <laughs> Not eight years apart, but yeah. They're very far. They're like a year and a half apart from yes. each other. Because they yes. collect two trades, but two? They collect three trades. Three trades, I fifteen say issues. Th- three or... trades. Uh, the first one's eighteen issues, and the second one's. Are they, that's right. They're six issues section. Second so, yeah, one's yeah. fifteen issues. Uh, no, they got to be eighteen, 18 issues. 18. I think it's eighteen and eighteen. But they've done it in that order, so that makes um, sense. Okay, but anyways, way off track. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Saga's good, and Double, so is Mega Man. We're talking about Double. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> yeah. So I've like triple dipped on Mega Man because I own the cartridge. I own the original collection and now I own the newest collection. Yes. Long story short, Mega Man X is amazing. It's such a fantastic game and yeah. I highly recommend everybody out there in the world play it. Um, Mega Man X3, which is the one I'm currently on because I'm playing through them in order. I've 100% one. I have 100% two and I'm on three now. Three sucks. <laughs> it's not very good. I'm like, and I'm a little bit apprehensive because I'm pretty sure it's just all downhill from here. Wow. What makes three bad is every Mega Man game is kind like original Mega Man games is kind of divided into like two different sections. You've got 
individual little screens where you kind of have to solve a puzzle to get to the other end of mm -hmm. the screen or long sections of like methodically placed enemies and terrain that you yeah. have to navigate around and blah, blah, blah. It's just jump and shoot, man. It is jumping and shooting, man. It's, it's run to the right and jump, jump and shoot. shoot. <laughs> X1. Man, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'm just going, I'm just going to run to the right and jump and shoot. <laughs> Mega Man X1 is fine-tuned to perfection. Yep. It's so good. Greatest X2, intro stage ever. You're definitely correct on that. Like, you, you seriously are. Uh, X, I'm not correct. You're correct. X2 is a very good sequel. There was a while there where I liked it better. Really? I don't know if I do because it introduced the first one. So the cool thing about Mega Man X is uh, you unlock these. You can find these capsules in the game. Mega Man X <laughs> is kind of like um, it's like RPG ish because you start out with a very small life meter. Yep. Every single level has hidden heart upgrades yep. so you can upgrade your, your health. And four of the levels have sub tanks so you yep. can power up sub tanks. And the other it one is... Um, Armor upgrades. Yep. The other four have armor upgrades. Isn't that kind of how um, Metroid, one of the Metroid games, one of the later Metroid games worked? Kind of. All, all Most Metroid games, everything past Super Metroid yep. was like that, where, yeah, um, you could get, like, more, well, even in the original Metroid, you could get more energy tanks, um, and in the later ones, you in energy tanks and missiles in the first one, and in later ones, you would get... Uh, more like you could swap between weapons yep. you weren't stuck in only one in the first one you would either get like the wave beam the ice beam or something else and like that was what you were stuck with and yep. if you wanted to get a different weapon you'd have to backtrack all the way oh, to wow. it sucked um you know the backtrack all the way to that weapon in order to get the ice beam to then go into another location I did not it was know that. it was rough um Super Metroid changed that, and it had more upgrades like a uh, uh, hyper boost, which was like a big dash. Yep. The the morph ball bombs could get like super bombs and yep. spider ball. That was in, that was in Samus Returns, but regardless, so it's kind of similar to okay. that. Um, in the first game, you unlock like the armor is so cool because it changes the way he looks, and he looks like a total badass. And you get to look more like Zero, kind of. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> his, well, his arm kind of looks like Zero. Um, so in the first game, what ability Zero has? How, how about, about that shit? shit? In the third game, you can actually play as Zero, which is neat. Oh, really? Yeah, like straight up. Even though it's zero. a trash game, I mean, I don't play as Zero though because like I'm such a fucking stupid purist. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just gonna play as X. But because if Zero dies, I think you lose him. So it's Ooh. like really high risk, high reward. Wow. The game's hard. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so in the first game, you get like a powered up blaster. Your your armor makes you take less damage. Your helmets. Let you break bricks above you. It's so stupid. Um, <laughs> but your leg upgrade allows you to dash. In the second game, you can dash out of the gate. You don't need an upgrade for mm -hmm. it. And they changed the leg upgrade to allow you to dash in midair. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that. Like mm -hmm. I liked the additional mobility yep. that that gave you. And it made certain things a lot easier. The third game allows you to dash in the air but you can also dash straight up and it looks so cool like the, the sprite animation for it almost looks like he's like goku flying yep. he's like ah and he goes up but the game is so like i was talking about before in the earlier games it's really like meticulously planned out like this enemy is going to be placed here this one's going to be placed here you're going to have to jump over here and then over here and blah 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 and the second game is very similar to that as well the third game is just long empty corridors like that are just like flat and then you have to jump up a little platform and there'll be like just three or four generic enemies just kind of like stuck there. Yeah. It's so clear they didn't do any sort of planning in the levels and they just slapped it together and threw it out. Oof. It's really boring. It's 
boring and the bosses are way too hard. It's Ooh. it's like a gross it's an, it's a stupidly hard game. Maybe I'm supposed to be playing a zero to make it a little bit easier, but it's eh. We should watch somebody speed run it and make you feel bad about it. They yourself. would make me feel terrible. <laughs> oh, but you know what is really cool? Speaking of like not speed running, but uh, a very unique thing that this game has is it has something called I think it's called X Battle or something. Mm-hmm. What it is is it's a gauntlet of bosses. But like a boss the, rush? It's a boss rush, but they take you fight two bosses at once. Oh. So you before the fight, you get to pick your um, what weapons you want to bring on the run with you. You yep. have a run of like a set of six bosses, and you fight two at a time. Yep. So you only have like three weapons that you can bring in with you, plus your buster, and you're fighting six bosses two at a time. And it is fun as shit. It's, That's cool. It's, it's, a, it's a blast. Um, it's... And I've only done like the first couples, and so that's when you're only fighting six. I think it goes out to like twelve. Like you're, it's like oh, a wow. it's like a, a super endurance match. You you heal between fights and stuff yep. like that, but it's still a really cool and unique idea. And yeah. I've been enjoying that. And there's leaderboards for it and whatnot. I'm really bad, obviously. Yeah. But um, obviously. so I've I'm on the third game. I will report back with my findings for the rest of it. Um, have you played any of like? Those Mega Man like spinoff games uh-huh. that are like ripoffs. Very, very, very good segue. <laughs> I was going to segue myself, but we'll. we'll you can will, Alex. It. Now that you mention it, actually. Uh, so speaking of Mega Man, I've also been playing this other game uh, for the Nintendo Switch, the, the Mega Man X Collection I got for the PlayStation. I'm playing a game for the Switch called Twenty XX. What's Twenty XX? Twenty XX. And this is so okay. 20XX is basically a Mega Man X roguelike. Yep. Which is awesome. So it's Mega Man X mechanics, meaning you are a character who can dash, has wall jumps, that type of maneuverability, but every level that you're playing is randomly generated. Yep. So it's very clear that they have a pool of like 50 types of elements. Um, so like this one has moving platforms. This one has, uh, teleportation things that like will move you from place to place and you have to kind of time your jumps. Mm -hmm. This one has, uh, disappearing blocks. Um, and they, those, they're all randomly arranged throughout four types of environments. So uh, the way they get over the having set levels is they have, um, a volcano or fire, ice, jungle, and industrial themed levels. So each of those levels have their own types of challenges and environments. And you start out as a very just basic person. All you have is your blaster and that's it. As you go through the the levels, you can unlock different blaster types. You can unlock health upgrades. You can unlock um, different movement abilities and Mm -hmm. like power up your your attack. You can power up your jump. You can power up your your boost. There are uh, in the theme of Mega Man abilities uh Mega Man x abilities there's different armor types yep. for yourself that you can wear so like one gives you an eight-way directional dash in the air if you get the leg upgrade one gives you a shield as you're dashing that's like a, a body type there's a cup uh arm cannons that give you triple power uh triple shots or yep. there are cannons that like give you um the half your charge time things like that so it's really neat and you earn these as you go out go through your run but if you die, you lose them all. It's mm. traditional roguelike yep. in that sense. You don't keep anything in between runs. Although I like this game because 
you can buy some permanent upgrades. You can up permanently upgrade your life so you can start with different life. So you'll start with more life or, and you can um, get it so that way chests will unlock at the beginning of each run. So mm -hmm. they'll give you like a different blaster type at the beginning of each run. So you start with a little bit of an advantage, yep. which is nice. Um, there's, you play through eight levels and there's eight different bosses. And the first one that you do is random. So you don't know who you're going to start off with. But then after that, if you, after you beat that boss, then you can pick one of three and you can see which boss you're going to go to next and what type of level they have. So you're saying there's eight evil robot masters. Yes. It's Mega Man. So yes, <laughs> there's eight evil robot masters. And um, when you beat them, you can then pick to either take their weapon or you can take a powerful upgrade, like yep. a, a movement upgrade or whatever. So I've gotten to the point now where when I play, I'm like, okay, I know I like this guy's weapon, so mm -hmm. I will specifically try to get it, and I will kind of avoid the other ones. Um, and so that's the game. Is you, you do these runs, and you try to get through it, and I've only beaten it fully once. Um, mm -hmm. it's a pretty, it gets pretty challenging. So it starts off really easy with like maybe five different random modules, and yep. they're really, really basic. And then as you get, by the time you get to the eighth stage, you're going through 15 random modules yeah. and they're all like super difficult. Like there's more fireballs coming at you or the ice is harder or there's more things shooting out at you. Like it, it, they've upped the Up ante the for each yeah. of them. Um, and I'm just, and there's three, I've unlocked three different characters that I can play through it as. So you can play as Mega Man X style. You can play as zero style and you can play as this one other person who has a whip. Like zero, so zero oh. has a uh, a sword. So, so you so you have one so like um, uh, Castlevania guy Simon Belmont. Yes, <laughs> the game is awesome. That would have been a great I, segue. That would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Check back later. Um, I love this game. This game is it's a ton of fun. I I can't recommend it enough. I, and there's multiplayer too. I there's, remember when it was announced. A few years ago. Yeah, it's it's been in um, early access yep. for a couple of years, and it's only just been officially released. I remember a few years ago when they released the first video for it, and people were losing their shit. They were like, this looks like a real Mega Man game. Well, Mega Man hadn't, had, still hasn't, had a, had a release in like four years at that yep. point. Like Mega Man's been a dead franchise for yep. years. And people were so excited, and like the soundtrack sounded like a Mega Man game. People were losing it online. And I was like, yeah, Mega Man's pretty good. Like, this game looks cool. And then I saw you were playing it, and I'm like, I'm interested to see what he has to say, because I haven't really heard Boo about it. Yeah, it's been pretty low-key. I'm loving it. It's it's so much well, fun. Well, you love Mega Man, so yeah, why no, wouldn't you really love that fair. game? Yeah, it's great. It, it's been, it's going to tide me over until Mega Man 11 comes out soon. Eventually. I think it's in October. Um, sometime this year. So, Alex, speaking of um, uh, uh, Bulbasaur, what have you been up to? I don't know. You gave me a bad segue. I'm trying to give you a bad segue. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of Bulbasaur, I played a game. With his viney arms yeah, that come out and whip people. Yeah, with his viney arms that come out and whip people. This is a terrible transition. I'm not going to talk about it much, but I know that one of our listeners, uh, Kyle who made me play this game would be upset if I didn't talk about it. Um, so my friend Kyle made me play arms on the switch, which I remember when it first was announced and they did the stupid gimmicky thing at um, 
E3. Remember they did an, an arms competition at E3? It was like a fight, right? A, it was, a, 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 a tournament? Yeah, it, they did an exhibition tournament with a bunch of YouTubers. And they had people come on and just play arms. And it was stupid. <laughs> and I remember watching it and being like, this game looks so silly. Um, it was a launch title for the Switch. I believe close. it was close. It, it might have come it, out. It was launch window. Yeah, it was launch window. It might have been a, like a couple weeks or maybe a month after, but it was right around launch. Yes. Um, and basically, all the concept is is you're robots and you're fighting. It's Rock'em Sock'em robots, but at a distance. <laughs> um, so my buddy and I, I played, and it's. I still don't know that I know how to play it. <laughs> Because all I did was flail my arms a lot arms. and yell taunts at my friend. Because that's what you do when you're playing like head-to-head games. Couch co-op right you always like talk shit to the person you're playing against. So um, I flailed my arms a lot. I won the first m- match and then I lost every match after that. <laughs> um, but we played all the play types. They, they do have 2v2, which is fun. So we did... Me and him versus two bots, which we... Well, you said you just lost every other fight. I forgot we wrecked that fight. Oh, Um, convenient. Wow. Um, But it's a a fun game that I wish I had had more time to actually figure out what I was doing. But I also don't know that I would have wanted to play it for that long to figure it out. Like, it's it's a fun, like, party game just to dick around and, like, have a good time. Mm. Um my arms were very tired after like six or however many fights we did. I remember playing Wii Boxing yep. when it first came out and having like shockingly getting tired yep. from throwing those punches. So I can imagine arms probably are longer rounds yep. than that was too. Yeah. So I bet you that is just as tiring. Wii Sports in general was very tiring. Like tennis. Bowling like would like Bowl- hurt my butt. Bowling. Would, like, I would like actually like lunge. Yeah. Good times. So yeah. Arms. It's a game. Did uh did you the I know the one with like the pigtails people have like deviant arts about. Oh Jesus. Um I liked playing as the policeman because he They call him Mr. Punchy Badge. Um I don't know his name, but I'm gonna go you. with Mr. Punchy Badge. I just told you, yeah. Um he also comes with like a little dog sidekick. Is it the, like Slinky Dog? The dog sidekick attacks with you. And that's actually the only reason I beat my friend because he kept getting pissed off at the dog. That seems like an unfair advantage. Yeah, but I don't know if his attacks were weaker or something. I don't know. They're probably triple strong. Maybe. Um, so I played that game. Cool. Um, have you been playing anything else or are we moving No, that's on? really it. So, well, before- I started, restarted uh, Breath of the Wild, but that's not important. Oh. Before we talk about what we talked about talking about, what are we going to talk about? I want to talk about Evo. Yeah, that was the other thing <laughs> I wanted to talk about. I knew there was something that we mentioned That's last right. last episode, and we never talked about it. So, last weekend? Last weekend. Maybe. Yeah. Nope, the weekend before. It was the weekend I was down in New Jersey. Um, so, two weekends ago was Evo, which is a fighting game tournament it is the it is the game fighting tournament. game tournament it is huge they um they have so many games that they play there they play tekken 7 they play yep. street fighter 5 yep. they play injustice 2 yep. uh blaze blue central cross tech uh, uh guilty gear xrd2 
Uh, yeah, I think it's called Exerd. Exerd. Yeah. Um, Smash Brothers Four and Melee. Yep. Um, what am I forgetting? Dragon Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters. That's what reminded me because you said Goku earlier. Ah. That's what reminded me. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. There's eight. I think that was it. I think that might have been it. They also have um, side side tournaments yep. that like don't get that aren't part of the mainstream stuff. Right. So I know they had um, Marvel versus Capcom Two Infinite. exhibition or Infinite. Sorry. Um, and I think there was a couple others like they do like Skullgirls yeah. and uh, other smaller things like that. Because it was a big deal when they announced the the roster and Infinite Infinite was wasn't on there. That was and the Dragon Ball issue. was. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Dragon Ball was on it. Yeah, Dragon so, Ball. Did you watch the Dragon Ball stuff? It so, was fucking hype. So I watched mostly live while I was down in Jersey because I was with other people. Yeah. I w- I ha- had the melee stuff on on my phone, but I wasn't actively watching it until it got to like the top eight yep then i was actively watching and ignoring my friends i'm sorry (laughs) but smash melee it's one of the one of two games smash and overwatch are the only two games that i watch the competitive scene Mm -hmm. religiously and ignore all your friends when and ignore my friends when it's on so i was watching the top eight for um smash melee yep and i ended up watching the top eight i believe uh for fighters yep. after the fact oh, okay so i ended up watching the vods those were the only two that i watched as well like i i caught some um uh tekken uh, uh which actually was pretty interesting because yep. it's a 3d fighter yep. but the only ones that i like actively sought out to watch were um melee and dragon ball yeah those were the only two i actively sought out i did watch the finals for Either Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear. I mix them up because they're both just anime games. They're anime games. I don't. I. They're both made by Arxis. I there would was be, three Arxis games in in the finals this year. I would be able to tell you which one it was if you showed me who played who, like the the characters. Yeah. Because they have their character intros at the beginning of each fight. What's the character intros? What it were was they? a it was a little girl and an old like general guy. Um, I'm willing to bet it was Blaze. Was a little girl a little vampire? Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's Rachel from uh, Blaze Blue. Okay, so I, I watched assume. the Blaze Blue finals. I, I think that um, I think Guilty Gear finals was Faust. It's a guy with it's like a doctor with a paper bag on his head. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't watch that. Okay. Um, I watched the Blaze Blue finals because I it just when I watched the Dragon Ball Fighters finals, it was the next video on like recommended to watch, uh, and I was just like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll watch this. The Dragon Ball Fighters finals were nuts. They were absolutely nuts. Like, Sonic Fox is insane. I was, so I didn't follow the bracket up until then. It was actually the first thing I watched. And then yeah. after I watched it, I was like, I want to watch the top eight. So um, I watched the finals. It was nuts. Goichi yeah. versus Sonic Fox. Um, it was really fun to watch. As someone who owns Dragon Ball Fighters and played maybe like five hours of it when it first came out and hasn't touched it since. I still don't understand the comboing or like what is going on. Yep. But it was so fun to watch. I love Dragon Ball in general, just the entire franchise, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z. Love it. So it's fun watching those characters just beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the announcers were really good for it. They knew their shit. They knew that what they were talking about and it was helpful sometimes to like hear them talk about it and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Clearly he's comboing into this so he can go for a grab to reset and then do another combo. Like once I started hearing that, I figured out what was going on. It 
it was a lot of fun. It, it, it was, was really hype. Um, it was really cool to see Sonic Fox um, take it after a bracket reset. Yeah. Bracket resets are always fun. They're always fun and always super tense. Yep. So that was really cool. I, um, I, I watched um, Dragon Balls. I watched some of the pools. Yep. And I was really impressed with the variety of characters that I saw, yeah. which is always like, you know, kind of like an issue with, right. with big fighting games is you tend to have Dragon Ball fighters did suffer from this because I think both teams had a Bardock on them, which yep. was clearly like the power character of, of the tournament. Um, I think that I didn't I wasn't watching it with the chat on because I was, was watching on my TV. Yep. But I think that the chat was counting how many times Bardock used his level three, yep. which was like somewhere in the 40s like yeah. it was nuts how, yeah. how many times that got used but i saw like krillins i saw oh, wow. um android 18s i saw like a bunch of like quote-unquote lower tier characters i saw like majin not majin boo kid boos yep. and adult gohans and it was the amount of different types of people or characters was refreshing and awesome yep. i saw brawly i got super pumped that's I love awesome brawly he's awesome yeah uh, like as someone who's followed the melee scene for years, it's so easy to we're, be like, okay, we're going to see Fox and Sheik. Yeah, Fox, Sheik, maybe a Marth if <laughs> yeah. Mitchie King's there. We're going to see Fox and Sheik, maybe a Marth uh, if PPD, um, uh, Dr. PP yes. played Marth a lot and Did he it? was very good. And or, if Armada's there, you know you're going to see Peach. Yeah, if, you, if Armada's there, you're definitely going to see Peach. Um, but it's nice to see a game where you see such a variety. Chick-fil- and like, like with Melee, I got really excited when I got to watch Amsa play because Amsa is known for <laughs> playing Red Yoshi. So it's like, that's like so cool. Or yeah. Wizrobe came in like fifth place as uh, Captain Falcon. Yeah, that was great. And that was awesome. Yeah. It's it's nice when those weird people... Um, who did well as Ice Climbers? Somebody made, it, made it high as Ice Climbers this year. I didn't um, see any in the tops that I watched. Sorry, I, I, I'm going to forget. Uh, Nintendo. I think it was a Nintendo. Um, it's pronounced Nintendo. Yeah, but um, yeah. This the for it being the first year that Dragon Ball Fighters was at Evo. Yep. It was it was amazing. It's definitely coming back. Oh like, yeah, I'm so excited for it's, the future. It's of that a game. really it's great. It seems like they're gonna continue to roll out new characters. They've already so the week after that game after the after Evo they released two new characters awesome. and at the at the tournament they. Okay, so Dragon Ball is a little bit at a handicap in this sense because as soon as the game came out, people data mined and found all of the downloadable characters right away. So nice. we've known who they were going to be since the game came out. Okay. So <laughs> everybody knew that the first round was going to be um, Bardock and Brawly. Then everybody knew that the next two was going to be uh, Vegito and uh, Zamatsu. And then everybody knew that the next round was going to be base Goku and base Vegeta, which oh. are the ones who just came out. Oh, cool. So now we've got, you can literally have Goku, Goku, Goku versus Vegeta, Vegeta, Vegeta. Because they have Super Saiyan God. Super Saiyan God and Super, Super Saiyan, Saiyan and base now. And base now. But, but it's actually pretty cool because like the base is based off of the Saiyan saga. Yep. Like they specifically look like them and have moves oh, that's based cool. on that. So it's, you know, I'm fine with it. Like Goku's all about the Kaioken yep. and his, his finals, like the spirit bomb, yep. which is cool. And Vegeta's or Vegeta's the Gallic, Gallic gun. gun and yeah. It's, it's just neat. Um, the next ones who are coming, it's, but they released, so they released the trailer for the first DLC character that's coming out next which we still knew about. Um, it's cooler. 
Ooh. Final, but we did, like so it was we knew that cooler was coming. They had data mined cooler. And I forget who the other person is. I hope it's King Cold. Wait, is no, King Cold? No, it's it's not King Cold. Uh oh, it's um it it actually sucks. It's uh it's Jace. You no, know, it's Android 17. Oh. But but people think he's going to be in his Ranger outfit from oh, um from Super. Super. So, eh. Eh. But Cooler is exciting because there's Cooler has three forms. Yep. So nobody knew what it was going to be. And it's going to be um, transformed Cooler okay. from the first movie that he yep. was in. So not Metal Cooler and not Base Cooler, which is cool because he's going to be really tall and he's like a bruiser. Yep. That's exciting. And That's cool. The, um, Evo made me pick up Dragon Ball again, so I've been dicking around with it and it's been a lot of fun. I'm uh, really bad at it. But you know it's a better game. I do. Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, unlike <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters, though, the finals was not exciting. It, it was an absolute rout. Uh, Leffen destroyed well, Armada. Yeah, he, it was, it was not, in, okay, it definitely wasn't embarrassing. No. But it was a one-way, it was a yes. one-man show. It, like, Leffen was on fire, and he did not stop. Leffen, um... I find it interesting because Leffen also played in Dragon Ball Fighters. Yep. Um, and he made it out of pools. He made it to the bracket, which was cool. Which is awesome. But he lost in two straight matches right after that. So, yeah, yeah whatever. One um, of the ones he lost to was Goichi. Yeah, so he did. It, like, who was in the finals. He lost to Goichi, who made it to the finals. And the the person that knocked him out was the guy that made it to the loser's finals. Okay, so, so there he, you go. He lost to arguably... Two of the like, so, so he got a rough bracket. Yeah. What happened? He, so. Yeah, but that must have mean he probably didn't place well out of pools. If he was playing in yep. the yeah, um, I mean, it's got to be so hard to split yourself between two very, very different games, games. And, and they're, they're so yeah. different. Um, so for those of you who don't follow the melee scene, uh, Leffen has Losers. been known as the god god killer for mm. years now. Yep. That there was a time of the five gods, which we are definitely past at this point. Yeah. Um, and the five gods were these five guys that were just ridiculously dominant at melee. They almost always placed in the top like five at every tournament. Yep. One of them always won because they were just absolutely dominant at what they did. Um, and Leffen came into the scene and started disrupting that. And he would, he would beat the gods. See, I don't know my history here. So were the gods established before Leffen became a character? Or, or before so, Leffen was a player? Or was he just never included in with them? I just don't think he was as dominant. He, he hadn't made his foray into the scene quite okay. as much. I think it, he was there, just not Not prominent. as good. Okay. Um, because once he started consistently beating gods, that's when he got the name of God Killer. Yeah. And so, so Leffen came into the scene and became like this known... Like God Killer, he he would come in, beat the gods. He wouldn't win all the time. He wouldn't like win tournaments. There'd usually be a god there to kill him. Like uh, Hungry Box was an, uh, a hard one for him to beat. They'd always. Well, he hates Puff, right? Yes, like... yes. He does not like the Puff versus Fox matchup, yeah. which is kind of why Hungry Box is well known. Because, uh, well, that's why Mango became well known, and then Hungry Box was just like, "Hold my beer, I'm gonna get better at Puff than you." Yeah. Um, and watching them do puff dittos was so much fun in the day. Well, I don't think I've ever seen any. They of don't those. do it anymore because well, hungry or Mango switched to Fox. Mango right? plays Fox, and now if he plays a Fox ditto, he plays a Falco because he doesn't like playing Fox dittos. Um, but that's besides the point. So, 
Leffen came into the team, became a god killer, and he then... also to take to steal a phrase from wrestling. He was a major heel. He was a like, major he, heel. He was like actively antagonistic yep. towards a lot of characters, he, and he really played up his his villain role, yep. quote unquote. He talked a lot of shit and, and backed it up, and he backed it up. That's the thing. Like he would come in and be like. Everybody's talking about how Mango's going to win this tournament, but, like, I can definitely take Mango, like, nine out of ten matches. Like, I, I think... And then... Was he the one who fought Chillin' Dude? Is that the... Was, that, was, the, that, um, was that Salty the, Suite? In the Salty Suite with, like, the rap battle? Yes. <laughs> or whatever, the yes. diss track? Um, so, like, he's kind of been, like, a villain. In, I, I'd say villain is a good term in Melee. Um, yep. But then Armada came in, and Armada was this really nice quiet he was very similar in personality to like Mewtwo King but but I always thought Mewtwo King was viewed as kind of a dick Mewtwo King was very antisocial yeah, yeah, and he, like didn't know how to and he wouldn't like talk to people right. or like so people would like hi and he would just kind of like yeah. like shake he wasn't looked at as a, as a dick just kind of antisocial and, and awkward and okay, awkward okay. um but Armada came in he's just this quiet guy really nice but he's also Swedish just like Leffen yep. and he comes in with this character that no one played. Uh, he plays like, Peach. No one played Peach. And he came in and he dominated the scene as Peach. He very quickly rose in the rankings to become number one I, as of last year or the year before. He and then won Hungrybox Evo two years ago? No, one year ago. I he, say he's won last, Evo a bunch. I want to say he was number one last year. And then Hungrybox took it back from him. Um, Hungrybox won in... 15? Maybe, no, maybe no, I'm backwards. 16. Maybe it was Hungry Box one and then, six. I think Hungry Box won in 16, and but I think Armada had beat him yeah. the year before that. So it's it's very um Ar- Armada's a great guy, but him and Leffen train together because they're like they're a Swedish team. They yeah. they kind of are they sponsored by the same people? I don't no. think they're sponsored by the same people. Um, but they they do they talk about it all the time how they've trained together and how when they play. They sometimes do Fox Dittos, which is what they did in the finals. Mm-hmm. And when they do Fox Dittos, they, they always talk about like, oh, this is how we train together. So it's always going to be like whoever gets the other person the most that day is going to win like handily. And that's what it looked like this time around. It was just like Leffen's playing better as Fox today. So he's going to win. But they've always talked about like when we train together, it's just it just goes one way or the other, depending on the day. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be close. I can't remember the last time I watched Armada play Leffen, and it was close. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a it was a shit show. I the, it was still good to watch though. It, like, was. it was. It was still fun fun fights. It was, but like I much would have preferred to watch like um, the Leffen Hungry Box match, which was quarterfinals, I think. Because uh, uh, Leffen Plup was fine. Was uh, losers final. Was winners finals. Winners finals. Yeah, Leffen. Leffen Plup. Sorry, was Armada Plup was losers. Armada finals. Plup was losers finals. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Hungrybox got fourth, I think. Leffen Box was um, quarterfinals. Yes. And that was a great match. Yeah. That was a really good match because, like I said, um, Puff versus Fox is a is a tough matchup for Leffen. Mm-hmm. So it was closer. It. It was more exciting. Yep. So I, I, I wish think that what, had been fine. I think what the commentators were saying um, about Hungrybox in general was true. Because I saw, I was following the stuff a little bit beforehand, um, like the week before. And Hungrybox had posted on either his Twitter or something like that where he was like, oh, 
I, my wrist just started having shooting pains today. So he was like, he had it splinted and was yeah. going to like the doctors. So he had an injury, yep. quote unquote. Um, so the longer his sets were going, the more like the it was clear that he was getting more and more like sluggish yep. and like slow to respond uh, to respond to things. So it was very clear that like if the matches became prolonged, he was more likely to lose. Yeah, which happened in every one of his matches. Like he would start off either really strong or like neck and neck, yep. and then he would just slowly start to lose ground. Yeah, that, which was it was fun to watch, but it was it's a little bit disappointing because I've got. Like I was talking about, like the week before, I got really into Hungrybox's story. Like he has like a fascinating like backstory about like his father being like a weirdo and disappearing, and like him like finally like like coming and like rising up and winning Evo. And like I watched the highlight of him winning Evo, and like it gets like emotional. I really think that in the next like ten to fifteen years, esports will be a legitimate thing. I hope so. And like these type of storylines will be like carrying people through. Did you hear that? Um. I think it's Schnoo, uh Southern New Hampshire. Schnoo. Yep. Schnoo. They have a, they're gonna have e-sports. A, an esports yep. team now. They're doing Overwatch, uh, I think Hearthstone, and um a couple other games. Uh not PUBG, but maybe it was CSGO. It, like they, they're doing a um a le- they have legitimate teams now. Yeah. This that's, is going to be a thing. That's really cool. Yeah, it I is. saw Tiffany tag you in something on Facebook, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa!" It's it's really, I really, I'm excited for where this goes. Yeah, esports. We I've, were... I've always been of the mind that like esports are sports. Like yes, and I always talk to people like because I'm I've been a big fan of watching melee for years. Yep. Like um, probably for six or seven years at this point. Uh huh. I've been big into it. And that was like my first esport that I got into. And now the Overwatch League was is big. Well, the fact they actually, that they've done so well with the Overwatch League, it makes sense. Overwatch League has been really good. And they they aired the finals on ESPN. That's so cool. There was cool. a huge backlash. Um, it was on ESPN, ABC, and um, Disney? Disney XD. Disney XD aired the Brawl, or not Brawl, the um, Smash uh, exhibition matches yep. from um, Evo. And... I remember there was a huge backlash on Twitter about ESPN showing a quote unquote not sport. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, come on, people. Um, like, get with the times. Esports Jesus. are sports. Um, it's just annoying. Like, it's so frustrating because, like, I understand that, like, it's not a traditional thing, but if people are going to get so emotional and up in arms about like another type of game, a la football or basketball, like the, at the end of the day, they're just games where you have people who are, have a high skill level and are competing. And one is not more valid than the other. And one is not less valid yep. than the other. Like, I think that maybe they're not equal yet, yep. but they definitely will be. And I don't think that, I don't think liking football is stupid. Just like, I don't think the people who like, like football should think that, Overwatch is right. stupid. It's just, it's just weird. Just because I fundamentally hate soccer doesn't mean it's not a sport and it shouldn't be on ESPN, right? Corey. <laughs> I don't get that, but shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> does he not like the World Cup or does he love no, it? No, I hate soccer and he loves it. Uh... Um, I've given him so much shit over our entire friendship about how much he loves soccer. Um, and it's... It's a sport. I'm not going to argue. At least it's only once every four years. No, he loves soccer all year round. He Uh, loves soccer. But like once every four years that it's in the main zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he watches soccer all the time. I'm falling asleep just talking about it. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
We just lost a listener. <laughs> so speaking of Melee, during the Melee finals, right before the finals, there was this big announcement from Nintendo. Like Nintendo, I believe, sponsored this tournament yep. um, at partially. And so it was actually really funny to watch this because the, the commentators were like, okay, we have this big announcement from Nintendo guys. Uh, they sent us this thing and here we go. And it was just a single screen yep. that said, next Wednesday, there's a Super Smash Brothers Direct. And like it was like crickets. Yep. Because like people were like, that's uh, it. That's it. <laughs> but last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago, we got a brand new Super Smash Brothers Direct. And holy shit, Alex, this Smash Brothers Direct was you got so much stupid, crazy information. I am stupid excited for this game now. I, Not that I wasn't before, <laughs> but you're not more excited than you already were. You were stupid excited. You're still stupid excited. I, uh, yeah. It's ratcheted up from a 10. To, oh, no, from a 9.9 to a 10. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me is just excited because the list that I put together is falling into place quite nicely. Yes. So they officially announced that they will be adding Simon Belfort. Who? The guy from Castlevania. Could Belmont. You, could, could you say his name God again, please? damn. Simon <laughs> Belmont. Jesus Christ. We're both terrible at speaking today. <laughs> what? I mean, Wart. Wart. Um, they're uh, Simon, Belmont. Simon Belmont and his echo. Richter Belmont. Richter Belmont. I didn't know him. Uh, he is from, I think it's called Rondo of Blood. Okay. It's, uh, he, I, he's not from the really other famous one, yep. um, Symphony of the Night. Symphony, I yeah. think that's Alucard. Yep. But he's another Alucard. whip using Belmont um, who is just really cool. Yep. He's just an echo for uh, Simon yep. Belfort. Yes, Simon Belfort, <laughs> um, uh, who they, looks awesome. He, he, his design looks like he's based off of the box art from yep. the original Castlevania. And dude has never skipped a leg day. He, he looks sick. I am super excited for him. He's like, I have kind of a short list of characters that I really want to try out when I get the game. He is like in the top five of people who I, I'm potentially thinking about maining right now. He looks so much fun. He has the cross from, from Castlevania. Obviously, these are all from Castlevania. He's got the, <laughs> the, the whip is his main attack. He's got the um, holy, water. holy water and the axe. Yep. And I don't know what his up B is, but he's got the dangly whip. Yep. He's got dangly whip. Oh, it's so cool. He looks awesome. And Richter looks equally as fun. Yeah. And I'll, like the opening cinematic was super cool with Luigi dying. So cute. And it, you obviously knew like the moment they showed the outside of the castle. They saw the cat. So um, I'm in a, a discord group, not just with you guys. Wow. I'm in a discord group with a, a for another podcast that I listen to called show me your news. And they, it's all about smash brothers. Yep. And so we were watching the live stream together, like everybody in it. Yep. And like, as soon as like that castle came up, everyone was like, here it is. Yep. Castlevania. Yeah. It's Simon Belmont. Yep. Um, no one was expecting Richter. Richter oh. was complete shock to everybody. Yeah, I feel like all the echo characters are the ones that have been most shocking. It's like, yes and no. The other two echoes that they announced, I think were pretty expected. Well, who doesn't expect more fire emblem characters? Yeah. <laughs> so Crom was also announced <laughs> and you can tell that everybody was thrilled, but Crom is cool. I'm sorry to sound like an ass. No, 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 no. It's okay. The, the, the thing about Crom that's Krom, cool. Crom is an echo of like all of the fire emblem characters because he, he has Ike's up B. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I noticed that. He has Ike's up B, but he's technically an echo of Roy. Yeah, I thought he was an Ike. When they showed his gameplay, I was like, oh, they're doing an Ike echo. That's interesting. Because yep. I love Ike. Yeah. And then they announced him as a Roy echo. And I'm like, 
Why? Oh, oh, slow your roll there. Yeah. I've seen Ike's upbeat. So this is really cool because what this means is so in the Smash community, one of the things that like people have been like having heated arguments about is whether or not Dixie Kong is going to be in this game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying, oh, she's just going to be an echo of Diddy. Mm-hmm. And what the biggest argument against her being an echo of Diddy was she doesn't have a tail, mm-hmm. so she can't do some of his neutral stuff. Right. And her ponytail... Um, is like stupid and she wouldn't she would use that over having Diddy's rocket up B. So right. everyone was like they couldn't get behind her looking the way she does and then and, having yep. a separate moveset. But sense. now with them clearly like hybridizing certain people, she could easily be mostly a clone of Diddy with like Donkey Kong's up yep. B where she spins. spins. So yeah. this like gives a whole nother like level of legitimacy to people expecting her. And it's really cool because we hadn't seen um, echoes be crossed like this, yeah. so it's really exciting. That is I'm, really, I'm cool. really cool. I, I do really cool. agree that it's really cool, but it's also another Fire Emblem character, which I don't care about. I, I hope that's it. Like I am so fucking sick of Fire Emblem characters. Like, Although Pokemon has not has nine right now. Yes, I understand, but they're very different looking. At least they're not all sword. They're fighters. not all sword fighters. Like yeah, you can't say that. Mewtwo and Pikachu are the same character. But you can say that Mewtwo and Lucario, Lucario are. Yes. Kind of are. They kind of are. That's why I didn't and say And I Lucario. think Pikachu and Pichu kind of are. Yeah, you can. But you can't say and that I think Charizard Pokemon Tra- and Squirtle kind Pokemon of are. Pokemon Trainer are because yeah, Pokemon Trainer's literally three unique characters. Um, And then at the very end, after Wait, they rolled we, credits. We skipped one other thing. Oh, sorry. Dark Samus was Dark also, Samus. Was also oh, yes. announced as Neko Fighter. I completely forgot about it. Um, which is equally as cool. And like another thing, like she's an echo, but yep. she's completely different in terms of the way she moves. Yep. Like she doesn't run, she floats and she doesn't turn into a morph ball. She like kind of skids yep. And her design is so cool. She looks like she's like, obviously like if you know anything about Metroid, uh, it's, it's a parasite that's taken over an old barrier suit of Samus's. So she looks like she's like a living organism. Yep. It's really cool looking. It looks awesome. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. It's okay. But then... <laughs> At the end of the the uh, they played another cinematic, Stop. which happened like right after the Stop. credits started. Like they tried to do well, it, it. He Sakurai signed off, yep. said goodbye, dipped to black, yep. and then like it, it faded back up. It was a long dip to back. It black. was like I almost shut it off, and I I bet there are people that did. You're probably right, but there was like, did you hear the stomps? Yep. So eh. so so they um they showed. What appeared to be the shadow of King K. Rule appeared to be appeared to be the shadow of King K. Rule, which then uh, became DDD holding up a little cardboard cutout of King K. Rule which to is scare so funny. the Donkey Kong crew. And so we were like, "Oh my god!" They were trolling us, and then King K. Rule shows up, and he's a character. <laughs> which, like, okay, this was on my list of like characters that I wanted. And I'm very excited for King K. Rule. I don't ever plan on playing as yep. him because he doesn't look like the type of character I want to play. Yep. I'm just so happy he's in here because, one, you have more representation of villains. He is technically the first full fighter that was Western developed yep. or what created by a Western developer because cool. he was created by Rare, which is a British company. Yep. Um, technically, Dark Samus is the first revealed fighter who is created by a Western company because she was created by Retro Studios who were based out of Houston or mm-hmm. Texas. Uh, I don't know where in Houston, in Texas. Um, Keep saying Houston. Houston. So, uh, <laughs> it's, so it's cool because we're now getting some more Western representation. 
Um, King K. Rool looks awesome, blah, 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 blah. Speaking of Western representation, Shovel Knight is an assist trophy. He is. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. He's in, he's the first like indie representation in Smash Brothers. He's not a full fighter, no. but he's in there and it's goddamn Shovel Knight. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So Smash Ultimate? Smash Ultimate looks so good. Uh, I'll just hit some quick stuff here. Uh, over 800 music tracks. That's nuts. Yeah. 28 hours of music. 103 stages all unlocked from the get-go. That's fucking awesome. Um, there's a mode that we haven't hasn't been revealed yet, but it's highly hinted story. at that it's going to be a story mode of yeah. some sort. Um, people have, I don't know the legitimacy of this, but apparently the internet has unscrambled what that word is that, that's hidden there, that's pixelated okay. there. It's supposedly spirits, yep. which if you're looking at some of the cinematics, this kind of makes sense because a lot of the characters in the cinematics have been dying. killing, yeah. uh, died, have been dying. Yep. Um, Luigi got killed, Mario got killed, Mega Man got killed. Uh, you could argue that D- uh, DDD got killed. Um, it's there's been really a lot of yeah. like kind of like death in stuff, yeah. so that's kind of cool. Um, there's uh the stage switching thing now, so there's two yeah, stages that, that can cool. combine together. Like you'll be fighting on one stage, it'll switch into another one in mid battle. Oh, I like the tournament stuff that they announced. Tournaments back, that's so cool. I like the one that's um once you pick the character, you can't pick that character yep. again. Lockout, I, lockout mode. Uh, there's squad battles are here. Five v five squad battles. That's super awesome. Oh, um, the final smashes. Um, they've now added a a, a meter charge mode for the final smashes. So like. So that's going to be amazing for parties. So that way, because how many times have you played a game where like one person gets the smash ball like three times in a match? And yep. it's fucking bullshit, Jeff. Like, um, <laughs> well, because Jeff plays Lucas. So he just like yep. PK thunders and gets it. And then he wipes everyone. But it's a weaker, smaller version of your final smash. Like they showed Lucas doing it and they showed his main final smash, which is the um, stars raining everywhere. And then they showed his charge final smash, his meter final smash. And it's kind of like just a thin line of yeah. the meters right above him. So that's going to be awesome. People are like, maybe that's going to be allowed in tournament, tournaments, like legitimate professional tournaments. Man. That will be so hype. That would for, be game changing. Yeah, it would be so cool. Um, there's so much awesome stuff in this. The the echo stacking, mm-hmm. like you can decide whether or not you have your echoes kind of stacked on each other uh, on the um the on, on the character select screen, or you can do what I'm going to do and just have them all laid out and be super annoying because I'm going to be so proud of my collection of fighters and I want everybody to see them all. It's going to be... Sometimes you make it hard to be your friend. Seriously? <laughs> no. <laughs> that That's what's hard to be my friend? Not me not responding to text messages for a week? No, I don't need that. You need me to the three times that we're going to play Smash <laughs> Brothers a year, you need me to have everything stacked up. We're going to be playing Smash Brothers every day. I think we're going to play Smash Brothers a lot more now. I'm going to go professional in Smash yeah? Brothers. No. But you I'm... go pro in Smash, I'll go pro in Disc Golf. Okay. Okay. Challenge accepted. Which of those is more likely? You in Disc Golf. Mm, definitely. Because you, you play Disc Golf? No. I was going to say you play more than I play Smash, but when Smash comes out, I'm probably going to play it more than you play Disc Golf. Okay. But I think that... <sighs> yeah, you're going in Disc Golf. Okay, cool. I'm glad I have your support. You do. You make it easy to be your friends. I disagree. I'm a dick. Nobody likes me. I didn't say it. I know, but it's true. Yeah. Just write in, guys. Uh, everyone write in how much you hate Dwight so he has to read it on the next episode. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, by the way, the next episode is the last episode of No <laughs> Refunds. Um, 
we're officially uh, canceled. Fox canceled us. Yes. You want to go play some video games? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, well, um, that's been another episode of No Refunds. I apologize for yammering and getting very excited about things because uh, I realize everybody hates my opinions. Um, so uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we would like to thank the Hyper Potions for their song Time Trials. Um, you can please email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook at No Refunds Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Tiffany updates the Instagram once a month. You can check that out. Um, and yeah, I think that's everything. So thank you very much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.